I am here to continue talking about Valentine's Day. I'm here to continue talking about Valentine's Day. Okay. Valentine's Day is coming up, and I know that it can be a sensitive subject for a lot of people out there. In all the Valentine's Days I've lived through, I've noticed that people love to hate on it, which I think is frankly unfair and probably misinformed. I have the most vivid memory of watching Laguna Beach, The Real O.C., great show if you haven't seen it. It is one of MTV's signature reality television shows that follows a group of high school students in Laguna Beach, California. You may have heard of Lauren Conrad or Kristen Cavallari. They all got their start on that show. I mean, if you and I are part of the same demo, should be a part of your cultural heritage. But just in case, just some context for you. But go back in time to the early 2000s. And Lauren Conrad, I think she had recently broken up with someone on the show. And it was Valentine's Day. And she was not happy about it. And she said something to the effect that Valentine's Day is so stupid. And every day should be Valentine's Day. Which, you know, that's a fair point. But that's not a strong enough point, in my opinion, to not celebrate Valentine's Day for all the good that it is. What better opportunity to celebrate love with all the things and people that you love? Let me explain myself. First of all... (laughs) Hi, and welcome back to Giving You Everything. Today, we'll be talking about Valentine's Day. More specifically, you'll be hearing my pitch the case for embracing Valentine's Day. Now listen, it's almost that time of year and every year everybody loves to hate on Valentine's Day and I honestly just don't get it. It's such a great holiday. Let's dive in, shall we? I thought it might be helpful to have a little context on the holiday before someone jumps in to criticize Valentine's Day and call it out as some holiday pushed upon us. Apparently, NPR reported that it actually started in... We're going to find this article. This article is called The Dark Origins of Valentine's Day, which mm, I feel like is going to work against my case. But like, let's make sure we have a little historical fact incorporated in this episode. I kind of like looked through this article before and the things that stood out to me were that apparently Valentine's Day started out in ancient Rome. It seems like almost everything starts out in ancient Rome, but I feel like every history book under the sun wants to claim like something is there. So who really knows? But I'll trust NPR. They seem like a reliable source of information. And they say from February 13 to 15, the Romans celebrated the Feast of Lupercalia. Men sacrificed a goat and a dog and then whipped women. Oh, 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 no. It seems like Valentine's Day was like pretty brutal back in the day, but 
that should come as no surprise to anyone because everything about ancient Rome seems pretty brutal. So we'll just, you know, skip past that. And then it just says, as the years went on, the holiday grew sweeter. Chaucer and Shakespeare romanticized it in their work and it gained popularity throughout Britain and the rest of Europe. Handmade paper cards became tokens du jour in the Middle Ages. And eventually this tradition made its way to the new world. Okay. In 1913, Hallmark cards of Kansas City, Missouri began mass-producing Valentine. February has not been the same since. All right, so uh, Valentine's Day. Let's thank you, Arnie Spiel. This is an article from 2011, but I feel safe in my assumption that not much has changed since regarding Valentine's Day, I mean, since this was written. So anyway, there's a little historical context. jump into the reasons why I think, you know, although Valentine's Day had this very uh, gruesome beginning, it's blossomed into a holiday that I frankly believe is underappreciated. Let's Let's go. Versus the level of formality. I should really say the level of formality and how low it is. There's no family obligations. There's so much room for creativity. And Valentine's Day is basically the Halloween of the winter to spring season. And it should be celebrated as such. Now, like most people in this world, I do like fancy things, but what I hate is when you have to attend an event where you are expected to be on your best behavior. I just want to be free. Most holidays like Thanksgiving, Christmas, or shout out to those of you who celebrate Chinese New Year. Hey, hello. Um, there's usually a formalish dinner involved and the menu is pretty rote. We must have turkey at Thanksgiving. We must again have turkey at Christmas. And we must have fa chai at Chinese New Year. And you must only say nice things and be polite. And I'm not really one to act out or ruffle feathers with something provocative or subversive at a dinner table or a formal family gathering. But I think just the expectation that you need to be setting up straight for a five-hour set is a lot of pressure. And you know that feeling when someone tells you like not to do something and now you can think of nothing else? And it doesn't even matter if you hadn't even considered it before. Well, uh, you won't have that kind of pressure at a Valentine's Day dinner, I hope. <laughs> Staple foods. The food. The fair of Valentine's Day. There are staple foods and they are candy and probably pasta. I don't know what there is not to love. I mean, unless you're gluten-free, this seems to fit any and all dietary restrictions. <laughs> 
Now, I know people are thinking that candy and pasta are only two options, but these are, in fact, options that encompass two whole, unique, and wonderful worlds of joy. There is so much range in each of these categories. Take candy, for instance. On a regular day, there is so much to choose from. There's little fruity Skittles bits. There's Snickers candy bars with nougat i think there's nougat what's in a snickers i clearly haven't had candy in a long time there's caramel for sure and peanuts and chocolate and then there's starburst also a square fruit candy i only like fruity candy and then almond joys which seems to be a very unpopular opinion shout out to all you almond joy lovers out there i know we are rare and i want us to just stay strong stay strong in your beliefs um, but some people really love things like pure chocolate Hershey's bars or Butterfingers or Reese's peanut butter cup or licorice. Those people are really rare. Like if you saw them, enjoy people were rare. But anyway, on Valentine's Day, there's all that. And then there's special non-tasty conversation hearts. They are these pastel colored hearts. Hearts, they're pretty hard pieces of sugar, and they look like something that you'd leave in a rat trap for a very smart household pest. And they have cute little sayings like, love you, or be mine, or XOXO, gossip girl. Uh, it doesn't say gossip girl. So candy options are pretty great, but then let me not forget pasta. If you go down the pasta route, there's literally something for everyone. You can have spaghetti bolognese, you can have ravioli, tortellini and pesto, chicken parm with angel hair, baked ziti. And then if you really want to get crazy, like you'll be having that pasta with other things. There is an endless list of possibilities. Or should I say pasta? So I don't know why people are mad about that. And in case you haven't realized, although a major part of the joy of pasta is the joy of eating carbs, the other important joy that pasta imparts is a freedom of choice. I mean, who doesn't love that? It's not a coincidence that they're eating spaghetti in Lady and the Tramp, okay? Pasta, like candy, is for romance and bliss. it's valentine's day it doesn't mean that you have to go out i mean i know a lot of people complain about how like valentine's day is the worst day to go out because everything is so expensive everybody jacks up the prices because of valentine's day they're all trying to take advantage of couples you don't have to go out you can go out the day before go out the day after the week of just not on the day or you could be cute and you could make dinner at home be creative and embrace the candy pasta holiday all right let me start this segment by asking you a question. Where do all the hamburgers take their boothings on Valentine's Day? To a meatball. Yeah, that's right. I know you're laughing. This is a universal truth. You cannot not love a cheesy joke. Most times when you are in the presence of a lame joke, people usually groan and then they smile. Yeah, they smile like, 
oh, you got me. And I think Valentine's Day is just like that. First of all, the holiday is full of corny jokes. I mean, I feel like I set us up here for this segment with a great example. And no one wants to admit that the joke was a little fun because it's not cool or edgy. Cheesiness gets a bad rap because everyone is too insecure to embrace their real emotions. And if you really think about it, being cheesy is like the ultimate form of living your truth. People are really averse or have like an allergic reaction to Valentine's Day because they're like, oh, it's so corny and God forbid I really express myself. People just need to get over themselves. Being cheesy is great. So like just accept who you are. Stop hiding from yourself. Embrace the corniness. It's not going to kill you. In fact, you'll enjoy it. You'll have a really good time and you're celebrating something good. Love is the most powerful positive force in this universe. Like there's nothing to be embarrassed about when it comes to that, right? And when did embracing love be a bad thing? Like when was that ever bad? And I know there's a lot of pressure on Valentine's Day. People who don't have significant others feel like they need one and people who do feel like they have to make everything perfect. But Every sign that I'm getting from Hallmark and every other mass marketer on February 14th is to not take yourself so seriously. Everyone spends so much time focusing on how to present as a cool person. And let me tell you, cool people are actually not that cool themselves. I feel like Valentine's Day is out here trying to free you of that illusion. So come on, open your wings and fly. of people try to avoid on Valentine's Day is couples. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not. Everyone is avoiding couples. You see a young couple walking towards you on the sidewalk. You step out into the busy streets, dodge a double-decker bus going 60 miles an hour, and then walk against the flow of a dense crowd so you can arrive at your final destination 20 minutes late but feel like it was worth it because you did not have to experience that couple on Valentine's Day. No regrets. Yeah, some people are really determined to avoid couples on Valentine's Day. But let me put it to you like this. Although there are there may be a few outliers, I'd say most couples are radiating love. And wouldn't you just love to soak up some of that good energy? I know I'm kind of a corner case, but I really, truly enjoy seeing happy couples. Their faces are all lit up and everything they do together is so sweet. When I see a couple in love, I get the same feeling I get when I see a cute baby. Or maybe a more relatable example would be when a dog smiles at you and then comes up to say hello. Like, what a great day. Yeah, it's like that. And I feel like the whole day is full of cute energy. I love it. I love it. I love it. There are so many cute things to love about Valentine's Day on top of that. The Valentine's Grands are always punny. They usually involve cartoons and most likely candy. Have you ever been mad that someone sent you a thoughtful, sweet letter telling you how awesome you are? No. And 
sending one to someone else is going to make you feel so good. There is so much cuteness that goes into Valentine's Day. Just overall cuteness. Let me tell you this cute little story that I try to tell everyone who doesn't love Valentine's Day. I usually tell this story and they don't care, but you're going to enjoy this. I promise. So in college, I was taking a history class. It was the history of pirates. I had this teacher, the professor for the class was this very sweet and funny man. He is exactly the kind of person who would tell dad jokes or very clever jokes. He would joke about his son watching Gangnam Style and being like responsible for one million of the two million views that video had. And we had his class like two times a week. And the week of Valentine's Day, we actually did not have his class on Valentine's Day itself, but he sent a mass email to all of his students saying, Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you are made to feel loved and appreciated. Have a wonderful day. And oh my gosh, I, I mean, I already love Valentine's Day, so I was already in a good mood, but that just made it even better. And honestly, just telling that story, I felt so happy just reminiscing so let that inspire you to bring joy to others and in turn to yourself just think you could build this wave of love on valentine's day for valentine's day outside of valentine's day whenever it's great you send out love you'll get it back it's responsible for spreading all these good vibes and if you're not into human interaction but want to give this whole thing a try i'd highly recommend rom-coms there are trillions out there and you can enjoy the ups, downs, twists, turns, and predictable ending from the safety of your own home. Or if you're like me, in bed when you're wearing two pairs of sweats and a Korean anti-aging face mask. So anyway, thank you for hanging out with me today. I hope I've changed some hearts and minds out there. Maybe you feel even more amped for Valentine's Day this year. And if I haven't convinced you by now, let us know what you think at givingyoupodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you next time. Bye.